Welcome to another episode of Spirit Talks with Natalie Brown. Spirit Talks is all about conscious conversations to awaken and enlighten. It was born from a desire to bring together a conscious community and create opportunities for deeper connection and real conversations. This platform is for inspiring heart leaders, guardians of the earth, and conscious entrepreneurs sharing the spirit of all things. Their divine wisdom, revolutionary ideas, inventions, modalities, and channelings to bridge the gap between our world and the spiritual world in order to shift the consciousness of humanity. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another beautiful panel talk, Spirit Talks panel talk. Today, we have some incredible, beautiful souls and speakers here to share their awakening experience with us. And this is their awakening experiences that change their lives. So welcome Craig, Avini and Kath to this beautiful talk today. I'm so, so grateful to have you in this space. And I can't wait to hear your stories and what's unfolding. <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. And Thank so, you, yeah, we had a few ticky issues coming into this space and we're just going to put a beautiful container of light around this beautiful portal that we're in and ask that the highest frequencies of love and light to surround us and protect us and guide us to bring through all of these beautiful messages that we are ready to share from the heart. Mm. So let's kick off. Craig, you're at the top of my screen, so please feel free to share what was your awakening experience and how did it change your life? Um, I've had quite a few. Um, but I come from a different perspective. I'm a, very, I'm a Taurian. I'm a very grounded type of person. And the perspective I hold on this particular topic is... Um, if people have gone through some like devastating changes, like devastating things have happened in their life, um, you come through past those things, even if you're somewhat unhealed, uh, the perspective that you gain in life is an awakening moment. Uh, later on, you might come back and uh, heal some of those aspects where uh, you might have found a strength or, or a truth within the moment that wasn't quite healthy, but it helped you get past the situation. And that, that put a, like, a tool in your toolbox, so to speak. And um, later on, you come back and you find the right tool for the right job. So that, that's the perspective I, I come uh, with those things I could go through my life story but I'd take up all the hours on the <laughs> on on this video but I'd share the the more current one I guess um, so it's it's the journey of uh, doing uh, becoming a multi-author book writer mm. so um, in the uh, warriors of light um, uh, project, I've got a chapter in, in that book. And my other book that's coming out after that is Alchemy of the Soul's Journey. And that's about finding people's individual 
um, destiny path um, guided by what I see uh, spirit, uh, how spirit communicates with us on, on a daily basis. So from that point, <laughs> uh, my, my newest awakening moment is around uh, sharing, group sharing. Uh, mm. Quite often, all the way through my life, there's been a theme. And this is what I was talking about. Like, um, you'll see backwards in life that there's, after you come over these challenges, there's a theme that's playing out. So the latest theme that I see playing out is uh, I've been a lone wolf doing all, all my things, um, not having anyone to rely on, gave me the tools and the strength to do it all on my own. But this is not what this life is about. This life is about sharing your gifts and coming in and um, helping others share their gifts and also receiving as much as what you give. There needs to be a balance of all things. Everything is balance. So I agree is, with that, that. is that close enough? Yeah, that's perfect. Because, you know, we always think about our awakening moments as being a big bang. And it's not always a big bang. You know, we can have many different small awakening moments. And I love that you say you, know, you gain this perspective. And you don't, in that awakening moment, you don't have all the answers. But something's landed for you. Something went, ah, okay, I get it now. It's a shift in that perspective. And I love that, you know, that you saying that or explaining it in such a different way. It makes total sense to me. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. yeah um, and the, the, the other thing is that once you've um, had those experiences, um, you see things in other people. Um, you you get, gain an insight. Um, either via um, subconscious cognition or I would call it intuition. Um, and you begin, begin to piece together the pieces between conscious thought, subconscious thought and intuition. But I'd like to remind people that what they see is only ever a reflection of yourself. Um, what you're seeing in someone else might be similar to your story and that's how you see it. Um, and it's another learning lesson again to check in with your previous lessons on that specific topic. Yeah, totally. And it all kind of the golden threads of all of those different lessons, they yes. merge into one, don't they? And it then starts making so much more sense or sometimes it takes a while for that to really come together and the pieces of the puzzle to make a whole as such right um or you know sometimes people do have that real pivotal moments awakening moments and everything makes sense to them so we're all very unique in our own awakening journey as such aren't we mm. yep there, there are big shifts and like you said there are little shifts and as as you exactly what you said the tiny little threads that you see backwards and you see how it led you to the perfect place in the perfect time 
and you get a bit of an inkling of where you think all those past threads took you to the current place and where you think that they're taking you to. Um, so you have a bit of an insight into the future. Yeah, love that. And Avini, what, what is your thoughts on, on all of this? And share some of your story, your awakening story with us. Yeah, absolutely. Everything is interconnected, like you're saying, right? And these, I like to see them as gifts or jewels of wisdom, right? That come forward through our puzzle piecing of watching what our patterns were, what we've experienced in our in our past, in our childhood. Then you can even track that back to lineages, right? And then further and further in ancient cultures. And you can then, like you're saying, Craig, this expansion of consciousness of looking at, oh, hang on a minute, where collectively have been on the same path, evolving consciously, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually as a collective. And what happens, you know, back in, even even if it's not our part of our tradition or our tribes or our culture, but you can see the mirror reflection of what each culture is experiencing or has experienced through trauma is the direct reflection of what we all are individually experiencing ourselves. So it just proves that in that, that we are all one and oneness. And that that's, yeah, that's just got these visuals of the golden, golden threads, <laughs> what you're saying that. And, you know, for me, when I, when I connected in with that point of reference of just expanding that consciousness, just asking to see a little bit more, asking to see the broader picture, it brings you to that place of humbleness. It brings you back to that place of, wow, okay, what we have been taught is actually not real. And what we are allowing ourselves to express through our inner child vision, right? Like our inner child always has this wild imagination and creativity, seeing, you know, the magic and the fairies and all that sort of stuff. And gifting ourselves the yes to allowing ourselves to see that expansion as an adult, I think that's part of freedom, right? That's part of our consciousness freedom. So yeah, I love I love what you what you were sharing there, Craig. Thank mm, you. Beautiful. Yeah. This reality is what we make of it. And in every single moment, it's bringing us closer to that deeper space of connection with ourselves. And that's why these awakening moments I feel are so pivotal, important. And we have soul gifts. I call them soul gifts. People that come into our life at exactly the right time, experiences that we have. Or we could be driving down the motorway and see a billboard and all of a sudden we have an aha moment mm -hmm. or listen to a song on the radio and we have an aha moment. So it's like these moments that land in between moments, you know, of living and being and experiencing, which is so beautiful. And so I, I love what you're saying that, you know, this is not real, but we make it real. We make it what we want to make it through our own awakenings. We then have a choice 
what comes next what mm-hmm. do we want to experience next how do we want to experience this life right absolutely so, yeah. Yeah. how we how do we create it how do we co-create it together mm-hmm. how do we visualize that that next evolution how do we support that next evolution of consciousness and mm-hmm. through our our body through our spiritual connection yeah and kath what do you have to say about this oh look i am constantly blown away i mm-hmm. my mind is blown um in I agree with everything everybody's saying because I actually believe that all the information we're getting is being shared anyway. So I find that I can relate, especially if I'm on a relatable platform, um, obviously, but I can uh, gravitate to something that I find that the drop-ins that I get are so relatable to what other people are getting in various ways. Perhaps they've got more information. I get a single sentence. They probably know I can't hold on to much more than that. <laughs> so I get a single sentence and then I go run with that. But I, um, I did have a kapow moment and it was in lockdown. And I was in Queenstown, and, uh, but I was above on the Crown Terrace, um, off-grid house. And er- everything was aligned. I was walking. I was happy. I was, unfortunately, I was everything that, that maybe a lot of people weren't, but I wasn't stressed. And I was uh, fully in my comfort zone. And I was sitting on the deck listening to Jeffrey Allen on Mind Valley. And he's going, oh, rub your hands together, you know. And I rub my hands together and I feel the energy. And going, oh, yeah, feel the energy. Yeah, 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 I can feel the energy. And then, <laughs> didn't feel it. And then I forgot that I'd watched that one and I watched it again. And this time I rubbed my hands together and my hands took off, like all over me. And um, from then on in, things came really, I, I got so many downloads so fast, my head was spinning literally. Um, but because I was completely unaware of what I was doing and getting into, uh, and I was frantically searching for platforms to find out what was happening, um, I ended up having a psychotic attack or a psychic attack, whichever you like to put it, but I pretty much feel it's psychic. Um, but through that, so I'd been working on myself for a whole year prior and then, um, uh, realizing I was looping in patterns and I got help with that. And then, um, yes, after the attack, I went to the beach and then we came back and then we made decisions to move. And so it actually was a major catalyst for change. And then I've just, and and while I was in that mental state of fear, which I was until I got around it, till I sorted myself out. Um, you know, where I said that my, my own divine sovereign self, nobody can own me, nobody. Um, yes, we made, we made this change and came to the beach and it's just been, I, I did ask the powers that be, I said, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. Set me back to when I was age four. I said, I, this was all too fast. I need to go back to when I was four. And of course, when I was four, I had joy. There was unadulterated, just childhood joy. So my life now has encompassed as much joy as I can manifest. Walking in nature, writing, poetry, sketches, dance, um, and any other multitude of of bits and pieces that bring me joy. So, um, and then healing. Yeah, being able to heal and tone and all of that that comes with it. So 
I 100% agree with just about everything anybody has to say on it because it's all <laughs> out there in its various forms yeah. um, of what you allow to come in. Mm. No, so it's it's yeah, but I do, but I do say to new people who have a kapow moment, don't don't go into fear. Don't be led by people who are thinking they're trying to help, who are on a different agenda or platform than you, mm-hmm. um, because that can put you into further fear. Mm-hmm. So the very first thing I'd say is, don't go into fear. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, yeah. um, especially in that first awakening moment of almost being like a sponge then wanting to really draw in all the information that you can possibly think of and wanting to find people that can help you or like-minded souls that can help you with this and often people they go to the first thing that feels okay or the first person that might know something different than that they don't know um, and I find a lot of this and then people do get kind of pulled into another matrix mm-hmm. into a different completely different web um, of, of information and they get taken down a tangent or a different path of what actually is their truth yes. what is their truth what is what is it that you have now awakened to and all your different facets and forms and multi-dimensionality that you are what is that remembrance for you in this moment right mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful, Kath, to hear that you've gone on the journey of listening to your soul and then finding and, you know, doing what you felt was the right thing for you, which is amazing. And not a lot of people have that or, or, um, or know what to do because it sometimes feels scary to go through an awakening moment. It can be. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what, what have you got to share the rest, Craig, Ebony? Um, well, I've had quite a few spiritual awakened moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what's coming to my mind now is when I first began in the beauty industry, and so it's one snippet of the journey is when I would I would be massaging and the clients would say, oh, my God, you got healing hands. And I'm like, oh, what's this healing hands business, right? Right. Okay. I Googled it. And so thanks, Google. So Googled it, found healing hands. Oh, okay. This energy moved through me. And I was like, okay, there's a resonance here. And the more than I studied and journeyed through, and so I studied Reiki, then knew that I was working with energies that actually weren't Reiki. And I was like, oh, so I struggled a lot with sticking to the routine of, you know, doing the the symbols and, and the channel. And then it got to a point where I just had to trust in what I was having come forward because I was having visions of shaman energy of past life priestess energy like there was all this other information coming forward and then the next catalyst of my awakening was when I received um I went to Guatemala I activated through Avini was activated through doing a um, spiritual journey over there and I heard, you know, welcome, welcome back home. And I was like, okay, no worries. So, and I received a Vini because Sheree's my birth name. I received a Vini probably about seven years ago. And it was a year before that in number plates. 
Mm. And I asked what my spiritual name was. What's my soul's name? And it came through in this way. And I was like, really? Right? Okay. So I Googled, what does Avini mean? And there's, you know, thinking it's some goddess, right? (laughs) From ancient cultures. Well, there's nothing in there apart from a company that works with, get this, energy and magnetics. And I was like, ooh, okay. So it took me a lot to really embody that and and trust in that. So as my years went on with my my consciousness development and, you know, um, learning and studying quantum healing, so now, you know, I do transformational mentoring, quantum healing, it's been really an act of trust each time and to really, like, step into claiming and saying hey yeah this is this is who i am because we've been told to fit in that box right as kids you know don't get out of that box don't look out outside of that box and so it was a really big time for me to to shift into that and then another episode or an episode experience was i felt this huge galactic calling and i really connected to the Arcturians intensely. And I felt this massive download come to me, had this huge vision in front of me of seeing many lifetimes coming to this planet before Atlantis as an Arcturian, right? And not being accepted. And I was like, oh shit. So there was big, big working on to, to be seen in that energy. So I know now, and I, I now, you know, embody that galactic alchemist. I now embody that Avini energy of the Arcturian frequency. And so it's been really huge. I've never actually publicly spoken about it like that, um, only in my little small group. So I guess this is another part of an awakening, right? When we trust in ourselves and we say, yep, that this is it. And so for me, my passion is really about awakening human consciousness into their light body to remember their innate soul to remember that we are divine beings having a human experience and you know this has come forward as you know with a new birthing of uh, chakra consciousness for me and trusting in that channel so I i feel awakening is always happening we are always accelerating and up leveling and upgrading our system and our consciousness to continue to awaken and we send those pulse waves of energy out into the collective and to you know our family like i see my girls come to me after i've just done a big healing and when they were younger they would come with sacred geometry drawings to me i was like see they they're picking up on the energy or they say, oh, mommy, you know, violet is the violet ray is um, an energy that I work with a lot. And um, they would come to me and say, mommy, I, I had a dream that I was just in this bubble of the violet energy surround. And I went, oh, yeah, see, they picked up. I mm-hmm. sent them that, cocooned them, you know, because they were having nightmares. And so when we raise our energy, we're in alignment with our own energy and our own soul and we're partaking in that like you were saying that consciousness and we're partaking and sending that out 
and being in alignment with that, it radiates out into mm. every corners of the, the world. And, and I think that's where you're saying that we get to create our own reality. Mm, totally. And, you know, I, if we just listening to what you're saying, it sounds like ignition moments to me. <laughs> igniting the heart, igniting ignition moments. And that it's like, it's always there. It's always there. And then you, you ride that roller coaster for a little while and then you go again. You know, there's another ignition moment. So we work with cycles and rhythms. We are beautiful souls and, and you know, human beings here working with different cycles and through those cycles shifting through the different moments and growing and learning and being and experiencing. And it's so important through these awakening moments to not draw yourself away from why you've come here. Okay. What is it that you've come here to do mm. and to really truly experience the human experience, but still have that real connection with your divinity, with your soul light and be that channel for the divine that, that and messages. And like you say, the Arcturian technologies and information and whatever, all the beautiful messages that we can channel through and share with humanity. Mm. Mm. Craig, sorry, Evini. Craig, what do you have to say about all of this? Um, we'll, we'll go with, uh, I've wrote some notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay. I, I, love, I love all this. Um, the way, the way I see it, I actually see it in um, messages of the uh, spiritual community too. We all are sharing a frequency, a an experience that you know, bio or the universe is 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 sending us, and we use our experiences in life and our conscious thought to express into words what it is that we think is coming through, and and when we do that, we see the similar messages within. Um, other people's uh, insight. Um, so, um, a little bit of a, a, a note on me. <laughs> so, I have med I do meditations, and and um, when I sleep, I get into this um, space, I guess, where um, stuff comes to me, and you can just you actually feel it's not a thinking it, it you feel the concept of what it is and then when I come out of it I I don't have it with me I've got, got my little voice recorder and, and I, I record what what's coming in so uh, we're all, all experiencing the the same thing expressed in in different ways I, t I take a very practical approach but um, I see the message in Avini's um, experience about uh, it, she says it's, it's an act of trust and it absolutely is. That's the one of the first key things that anyone who's awakening into their own spiritual potential needs to understand. There's, there's no outside help here. Uh, you've got to look inside and find what it is that you think is right. And even if it happens to be wrong, um, what you'll find is a learning experience through that act of trust 
and you'll um, you'll have a little bit more faith in yourself to be able to follow that trust. And with those combinations, when you learn those things, the faith and the trust, you'll get confidence in knowing which way your individual path is going. Absolutely. Yep. Yes. Oh, and uh, and um, what have I got? Oh, uh, yeah, stay away from the fear. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, that, that is that is that is step um, number one. Always, always, <laughs> always, always. Um, but a little little thing within that uh, moment of stepping away from the fear. It's it's still a fear based thought. Um, it's there for a reason. Um, but within that fear is um, what, what's, the, what's the message behind the universe? What, why is there fear? Why, um, what kind of strength do I not have or do I, um, as an individual, hand off my power to someone else? Um, so there's, a, there's behind that fear is, is a little, little clue to the universal will that will strengthen your inner character. Um, and if we can all like look past the fear first and see, oh, what's happening here? Why am I experiencing this? And I think someone mentioned generational problems. Mm -hmm. this, 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 is, this is a very um, pertinent point on, on this fear base because we pick up a fear from generational um, passings on. Mm -hmm. And if you're the one that's actually smashing that generational fear and finding some sort of strength, like I said, even if it's not particularly the right tool at the right time, um, it's all a learning experience and it will heal later on. The universe will actually bring you back to a point after you've calmed down and you've got, got a bit of an experience here. It'll bring you back to the point and make you realize, well, this has happened before, but now I'm a stronger person. Mm. How could I alchemize this little journey a little bit more? Um, I think it touched yeah. on. I think it touched on my greatest fear. Funnily enough, mm -hmm. it always um, does. <laughs> yeah, it touched on my greatest fear in the sense of when I thought I had well when I knew I had um, a voice then in my head that wasn't that I considered not to be for my best or highest good I think went back to some sort of generational aspect of voodoo and um, this is this was quite frankly the biggest test of my entire life because it was like okay this is a worm in your head and this worm in your head can put you in a psychiatric hospital so it's like, how do I, how do I manage this? And then when you realize that, okay, I, I can manage this. Mm -hmm. I have to do a lot of blocking and I have to find out how I can manage it, but I managed it. And the first thing I did was go to the ocean. Yeah. So, and the ocean is very healing for me. And then, um, and then it became the catalyst for change to go to the ocean because this is what I've been missing is, is those ocean vibrations. So um, yes, if, 
to 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 really express to people that because someone said well why go why do you carry on with it if it's going to be if it's been so bad you know just be happy in the just be happy in what you're doing and I thought you can't go back you can't mm -hmm. go back this is just <laughs> so magnificent that I can now move through it more confidently and ask I mean it took me a while to even when 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 it happened to me I had the curtains closed. It was a. It was coming up for a full blue moon. It was coming up to Halloween's night, and I had the curtains shut at four in the afternoon. I mean, it was ridiculous, but that's how the fear grabbed you, and then it started to dissipate. And then, and then it's like it's so beautiful since since all of that. You put that that's over there, that has happened. I'm not denying it, but I'm not dwelling on it. I'm learning from it and growing from it, and here I am, uh, being able to help other people, if you like. Um, through through any mental I suppose uh, aberrations that might come up so we can get through this you know you're supported you you're, you are helped you don't have to be like this in living in fear so I'm hoping through joy um, gratitude and joy that you can you know uh, let's lift let's lift those vibrations because it can be done I've done it I've been there I've I've looked at the void and I just stepped way away from the edge it's like oh no no thank you <laughs> so, beautiful tool, guess, yeah. yeah yeah well it's not a tool really it's a way of being right it's mm -hmm. it's like a real choice point go this is not who I am because what is our natural state our natural state is love right it is compassion it is joy it is happiness it's mm -hmm. it's kindness it's all of those things wrapped in one and so when we we look at our fear which at the moment or at that moment feels really real and we go well this is only our perspective or perception of where we are in that now moment mm -hmm. and then when we can take that now moment and go okay well what do I want to be and how can I manage this fear now? Do I want to be fearful for the rest of my life? Or, you know, a lot of awakening moments can be so profound for people that they go into a state of shutting down again because they don't understand it. And I feel like this is why Spirit Talks was born, you know, to really give people an understanding that it's okay to go through an awakening moment. And that there are many different aspects of it that you navigate mm -hmm. and that you don't have to have all the answers. And yes, if you're afraid, it's okay to reach out um, to those people that you can talk to yeah. that doesn't always want to give you the advice, but can listen mm -hmm. and hold you in safe embrace whilst you're moving through this as well. Whilst you choosing for yourself, whilst you are standing and moving back into your own sovereignty and your own free will of what it is that you want to do because that's what we are here as guides right yeah. we're not here to tell people or make people do things you choose for yourself this is your life your journey so yeah thank you for sharing that and you know having such a beautiful empowered journey through it yes in the moment it's difficult it's really it feels hard and it's real and it feels like your life is gonna explode or you, you, like you say you just want to draw the curtains and stay underneath the blankets and not come out <laughs> yes. but it's like hang hang on there's a whole world out there waiting for you there's a whole world waiting for you and your light okay yeah. and if you can get over 
all of yes. this and past all of this and get yeah. out of your own way man there's so much magic out there for you absolutely mm. if you also think of it to that and Kath, what you were expressing about that fear and this will be great for a lot of people listening when we go through our spiritual awakening fear is the first energy and has to be the first energy to come up because it is the energy of the root chakra now if we talk about our consciousness awakening and or they call it kundalini awakening whatever however you want to call it right our consciousness awakening our spiritual evolution the awakening of our true self and then the breaking down of the matrix like let's go there begins in that root chakra fear has to be the first one that pops up to say you know what come on are you sure you sure and we 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 are generationally programmed from the moment we have been born from back in the caveman days to have that as our embodiment fear it kept us safe to some point mm. but here in our spiritual evolution and because we're so you know bombarded with this fear frequency the stimulations are a lot higher than what our body can help you know attain and, and move through and I think one of the key thing is when fear we're interfacing off with fear it's really always predominantly embodied we we feel it tangibly in the body one of the beautiful things I love what you were sharing Kath it was like you gave it a context of what it looks like. You said, okay, I can see what this looks like. This is how it feels like it's connected to me. This is where I'm seeing it lineage wise or ancient timelines and past lives maybe even connected to. So when we, when we give our attention, our conscious connection to what it looks like, what it feels like, and we can then start to separate ourselves from that and go right that's where that is but this is me that's when the healing begins right because we we alchemize it we we really start to detach from that attachment yeah yeah that's really powerful it. and it's very part and, it, and i've since then become an observer yeah. so i'm a very big observer and funnily enough natalie mentioned it the other day in one of her talks and she loves the word observer but i'm an observer and i observed throughout the whole COVID thing, all the different platforms and all yes. the different stuff on it. But I stepped away completely and didn't invest myself in it. Yeah. And um, somebody say that's, that's, not, <clears throat> that's not their path. They want to be stepping into the fray. Mm -hmm. But for me, it didn't serve me to do that. Yeah. And that's how I sort of begin to become about most things. It's like step out. Mm -hmm. and just take a look on the broader spectrum because yep. there's always exactly. a greater picture yeah <laughs> and we're playing so small when we step too closely into things absolutely so, yeah so i think that was also the learning curve from the fear thing is like step outside like just like you're saying you step outside it this doesn't belong to me yeah this does not this is not who i am so yeah beautiful. yeah that's beautiful yeah, yeah can i touch on like some it? of that too sure go for it um Firstly, go, going back to, um, I like to break things down to, to, to their most um, oh, basic thing, because uh, when, when you go through that process, quite often what you find away, uh, is find through the process 
is a way to strip off the excuses of, of this, that, and the other. And you come down to the core truth of things and yourself. And that, that in itself is a scary place. <laughs> um, but uh, I'd like to go back to sovereignty because that is the, um, I don't know, um, the thing, the golden star in the sky. Uh, we all need to be aware of our divine sovereignty here on earth. Um, so there, there is such a thing like the, the magic energy weavers of different cultures and all that kind of stuff. They, they can apparently draw power from, you know, past, present and, and future um, perspectives of their own inner soul. You can come to this world and say, I cancel all my um, uh, previous soul contacts. Selenite's a, a really good crystal for cord cutting. Mm -hmm. um, and call back your divinity, call back your power. And yes, <laughs> you've got a wand. I've <laughs> got so wand. many. <laughs> wow, awesome. <I'm> bored. <laughs> That's great. Um, and yeah, call back your divinity, call back your power. And um, Kath's um, hit the nail on the head with the, the, the things that's happening at this current time. There is a great big uh, energetic shift. We'll call it energetic shift. It doesn't really matter what kind of label you put it on it. You don't have to use the C word. Um, <laughs> but there is a shift in humanity and it is cause and effect. It is always cause and effect. Um, so if you want to look at cause and effect in, um, on the global scale, what's happened is they've, they've pushed the pendulum to one side. Yeah. Uh, the law of nature will always come back to balance. So they can't force the pendulum one way without the rhythm having flow back the other way. So, and, and this is what we're here for. Um, no longer are we uh, so co-independent with uh, a societal structure that is um, constructed on, on a mental scale. Mm -hmm. We're shifting into the 5D consciousness, which means we have to go through 4D. Mm-hmm. So transitioning from 3D to 4D is all about the truth coming out. And that's exactly what's happening. But our goal and our shift has got to be into the, into the 5D and it's got to be into the inner self and the elevation of our own uh, soul. And this is the message I like to pass up to people who are making these um, evolutionary jumps and processes is... Keep your eyes inwards. Do not worry about anything at all that you cannot control. The best thing you could possibly do in your life is to look after yourself, your own uh, fear, happiness, um, all that kind of stuff. Create joy, create positive experiences. And if you can, um, make someone else's life a little bit better, just a little bit better. Because if we take care of one person, 
let's just say it's an it's a mother from another family who's having another uh, struggle if she goes back to that family with a positive mindset with a more open heart with a generous loving sharing feeling that love's spread yeah. and, and it can't necessarily be stopped so if we can just help each other elevate each other just a little bit and go on our own inner journeys trust that the other people are doing the same we will the ones we will be the ones that shift to the 5d um whilst people remain in the 3d consciousness mm -hmm. now i don't have any thoughts on how that exactly is going to happen like you know you Star Trek people get beamed up onto alien ships or anything like that. <laughs> Not quite. I'm <laughs> more practical than that. Exciting. I see the divide already. There are people that are 3D now and they're fear-based and they are going to go the way of control and technology and be in that thing, mm. in that container. There's people that are going to be 5D live sharing the same space but going a different way um all about uh energy and uh, natural healing and connection with nature and grounding and everything that we're about and the challenge for every single soul is every single day which which way are we heading which way do we want to go how do we want to create our reality Mm -hmm. yeah. here's, here's an interesting drop in that I got a while back and it's worth it's a very simple one and it was meditate co-create activate whoa love it powerful three simple things and I think if we keep that one in our hearts it's a template absolutely yeah. absolutely and it's a I've three. got a similar one I've got... sorry Craig go <laughs> I got meditation, mantra, and manifestation. Oh, ooh, I like these. Write yeah. them down, people. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something on that triangle, Nat, that you're saying. Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, I connected to, you know, Gaia TV. Mm -hmm. Just something came up, and it's been coming up for a while, and I watched it. It was a bit of Atlantean stuff and stuff like that. Anyway, they were talking about the pyramids, and this is the perspective of what you're saying craig 3d and 5d where does that look right how does that shift how do we activate that where are we going you know some people believing it's actually a new earth well no it's energetically a frequency mother gaia is already there herself it's her beloved humans that aren't right and when i saw this perspective i was like holy crap this totally makes sense we see pyramids as the pyramid right he said because we see them with our third dimensional eyes but when we connect energetically to them to them when we connect to the stars and the the planet alignments and the star alignments when we connect to our inner vision we'll actually see that a pyramid is a light vehicle a spaceship of sorts that is actually a diamond mm -hmm. which then connects to your Merkaba, yeah. which is the light vehicle, yeah. right? And so it was like, I was like blown away because our physical eyes are only seeing that one dimension, 
Mm. When we go with that inward journey, open up our consciousness and say, show me more. And this is where trust comes in again, right? Mm. We have to like really trust that what we're seeing. Yeah. And then, and see that, you know, that the bottom part of that pyramid. And this is what I teach in Zentora, that there is an ex we have an extended vehicle, okay? So quantum rings of velocity was channeled through my spirit team, that it's an extension of our energy vehicle as such. So it makes total sense to me that, you know, we are the diamond, we have diamond hearts, mm -hmm. and we have the, these different facets of us that shining through that. So yeah, why not? It's everything is possible. And I love the word that you said earlier on, Craig, about spiritual potential. Mm. What we're talking about now is spiritual potential. It's the potential to access other information, being able to really let those little bits of golden nuggets land for you. Just like when Kath, you talked about the three, immediately I saw this triangle and the triangle to me is such a powerful, solid, um, vehicle if you want to call yes, it that yeah, yeah. to be able to move through life it's mind body spirit but it it really solidifies and anchors you in a different way and that can be through your words as well mm -hmm. it can be in relationships as such as well so yeah really really amazing stuff mm. it is and um just to let people know that i my name is kath Beatty, um and that's great but i was guided to be called crystal heart oh wow i know Beautiful. and and it's bonkers because it's i'm i've never veered towards that style of talking and i said oh come on are you serious like crystal heart and they drew me the crystal so the diamond yeah and, wow and <laughs> and then i had to take the leap of faith and change my facebook name and i thought well if i may as well no point in me trying to teach re reach the converted i'm just going to put it out on my regular facebook page which was like a leap of faith because people know me as kath and it's yeah and it's like who, <laughs> who? what who's kath but, now <laughs> but everybody everything i i bring in is all around the heart and it's all about crystal energy and um it, and i said okay i understand wow. i understand why i'm called this this name and yeah, I want to talk about that, actually, Kath, because uh, I feel that being um, ordained, mm -hmm. um, this is what Spirit told me, with your spiritual name, okay, is such an awakening moment for you. It's mm -hmm. like parts of you, parts of your soul, or parts of you that <clears throat> you didn't even know existed, mm -hmm. comes back to you through you and really stepping into acceptance of your spiritual name. And I remember the moment it happened for me because Spirit said to me, look, you're going to be called something different. Um, and I went, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And um, <clears throat> they said, also, you're, you, you, you're going to be doing a lot of different things and wearing different hats, but eventually you'll be known as this name. And when it happened, I was sitting at my kitchen table and I was busy in a, in a channeling session as I do and the light was streaming the sun was streaming in and it was a beautiful energy and I just heard Leilia oh, oh okay what's that and as soon as I said it my whole body lit up even now when I say yeah. that name my whole body lights up and they said mm, there's two parts to it Leilia Nevea and when oh. I 
sat in the energy of that. It just felt like a cozy, warm blanket. Mm -hmm. And they said to me, this is your name. This is your spirit name. Use it wisely because it carries a frequency. And it was such an awakening moment for me that I went through to be able to really embody those ancient codes, that, that ancient soul that I am and bring all parts of that back into this physicality into this beautiful reality that we get to live here mm. so tell well, me that, about what they had a beautiful sorry go Evie. beautiful palladian and um atlantean frequency that had my love i mm. felt it <laughs> yeah i feel it in my whole body when i say the word and i don't use use it um just for anything Mm-hmm. It is to me that name is sacred, you know. Yes, and yes. spirit is like, well, you, you're going to have to start putting it out there more often because this is who you are. This is the frequency of your soul, you know. Yes, so yeah. absolutely share it. So I get it. But what is what was one of your amazing catalysts for change in your life? If you think about that big aha moment, apart from Kath, what you shared, obviously, mm-hmm. but something that really changed things for you in your life to do what you now are doing in this world? I think for me, um, I remember I've got so many thoughts, but this one I'll just share. Um, I was at a train station waiting for my parents to pick me up. And this guy sat down next to me. I was quite young. I was only in my early 20s. And um, he said, you know, nice to meet you. And I'm thinking, okay, this is just really creepy because he's older and I'm, you know, really young and I was alone, you know, so I was just being really in the area that I was in wasn't the best areas, right? And I had my beauty um, uniform on and the salon that I worked for was called Venus Beauty Therapy. Of course, right? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... And then he said, he actually started the conversation by saying, ah, oh, Venus beauty therapy. And then I was just like, okay. And this conversation started happening and he was telling me about all his, you know, physical experiences through going to court about some things and all this stuff that he was just talking to me about. Now I, get, I always get random people just talking to me, right? But what got me? is when he said, I'm sorry, I haven't introduced myself. And I said, okay. And he said, my name is Gabriel. Oh my gosh. And I went, (laughs) and he goes, yeah, that's right. Holy. I went, that's, that's an angel and goes, yeah, there's many of us here. Wow. And I was like, (laughs) right. Okay. That's my boy. Uh, <laughs> so funny. He's actually Just confirming. Yeah, yeah he's completely deaf. He's completely deaf and blind on one eye. Oh. He he's just a legend. He's he just feels energy. So that's a perfect example. Then anyway, this car turned up, and the man in there don't know how he knew. Well, maybe he I he just knew that we were talking. He's nodded to me. They had this massive crystal hanging off the the. Um, what's it called the visor and then they took off now when they took took off it's a quite a fair distance between where you couldn't see the car again so all I did was I turned that way and went oh, 
Holy moly, that was just amazing. Turned straight back and the car had disappeared. And that I would have to say is probably my most younger years awakenings and visit from spirit. That's a, that's a big one. It's like, hello, here I am. Um, are you ready for it? <laughs> this is what I feel. Oh, Avini, that's amazing. Yeah, and he was dressed in, you know, like um, the the movie oh, with the angel. Oh, my God, he had the big um, leather jacket on. City of Angels. City of Angels, yeah, yeah. And that was around that same time. Mm. And I was like, oh, God. Amazing. And also, you know, I... If, if anyone else that's listening to this have had any experiences like this, please, you know, let us know in the comments and or let us know when you're listening to this. And I feel that they walk amongst us, okay? Mm-hmm. We think that they're unobtainable. They just, the angels are just, you know, hovering above us, that we only see them through our third eye vision or our consciousness. That's not true they walk amongst us and I remember sitting um with my friend and I was we were having breakfast and this random man in a a bus outfit you know a bus driver came up to us and um he went hello ladies just out of nowhere and he had a really friendly beautiful smile and now I don't you know we always think oh my goodness why why is this person talking to me what is what do they want you know what what do they want to say to me and you kind of take a step back mm-hmm. but now that i know what i know i give yeah. everybody space and time Absolutely. to speak and attention you know because that can change your life Absolutely. that moment can change your life and i remember him saying to me and my friend about and it was about what was going on in america and um he said, oh, um, yeah, Trump is no longer going to be, um, you know, on his chair as such, something <laughs> like that. And I went, that's a random thing to say, you know, and this was at the time where things were shifting a lot and, and that. And he says, um, yeah, but we don't have to worry about anything. It will all be okay. The world will be fine. And then he goes, have a beautiful day. And he walks off and I'm like, and I got goosebumps and I just, my friend and I just looked at each other and went, what was that? And then when everything started unfolding, the way it was unfolding, it was, it all made so much sense. And it was actually because we were having a conversation about what was, you know, happening in the world. And yeah, randomly this beautiful, I believe spirit just came in and said, it's going to be okay. This world will be fine. So, yeah, we have those moments that we yeah. just remember that just changes your life and um, that helps you remember actually to be grateful and to really allow space for things to come into your life, don't you? Mm. And can you imagine how many people he he would have connected to and said that just mm. to add light in their life, yeah. just to ease their, their anxiety that may, you know, what might be coming up. That's a gift, you know, that's absolutely... Powerful. We've actually gone 13 minutes over, but I feel like we can keep talking for a little bit. Do, are you all okay for time? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Continue going on. Okay. Time doesn't exist, right? That's right. I've had so many drop-ins regarding time, trying to show me perspectives and time and um, the and drawings I get lots of drawings on mm -hmm. on time and perspective you know you can see things over there and you can touch it you know and you feel like you can touch it but actually it's far away but it's not far away and that's mm -hmm. what they're talking about how time is it's it's mm -hmm. this shifting not there reality mm -hmm. thing yeah. so I get lots of stuff like that but my drop-in I've had lots and lots of really very very cool drop-ins but the one um I think the one that's super nice one that confirmed where my ability started to be very uh, to be shown was getting a phone call in the middle of the night and I picked up the telephone off the bed and there was a Pearl Jam song on and um on video and um, I'm going okay all right went back to sleep I'm walking up the hill the next day and I went oh my god I had a dream last night what was that dream oh my god now the telephone was not on my bed the telephone is down in the office I don't keep a telephone on my bed and um, basically, oh my God, oh my God, it was a message. What was the message? And the message, what, it was a Pearl Jam song. What was the Pearl Jam song? And it was called Just Breathe. And I've never heard of it before. Never heard of it before. And not long before, my ex-partner, who I love dearly, had died. And I got the message. And if you listen to the words of the Pearl Jam song, the very last bit, well, all of it is very beautiful, and I've had lots of messages through songs. The very end part says, I'll see you on the other side. Oh, oh goosebumps. Beautiful. <laughs> and it was one of those profound moments, and we get so many of them now, don't we? So many profound moments. They almost become commonplace, but they're like, that's another profound piece of information I've mm. just got. And then you try and share it with someone, and <laughs> you go, these are quite, these are, these are, these are like coming in like, through me and I just want to let you know um, because for me they're so profound they're so wildly profound yeah, and yeah, that so changes your life right? mm. those moments they change your life and this is why I'm asking you know what was the the biggest catalyst for you yeah. for change to bring you to where you are now because yeah. I feel like we we don't often think about that moment yes we know it happened yeah we've experienced it but in a sense, it's like we don't really understand the enormity of it, the enormity of that change, because it's so interweaved into everything that we do, right? Yeah. But like I said, when it lands for you, and it truly lands for you, and you go, well, what can I take from this? What can I learn from this? That's when you then start taking steps to changing your life to then writing a book that is freaking amazing and then to being a multi um you know author or whatever and to doing the work that you're doing avini and kath then you step into you are then the catalyst for change because yeah. you have experienced that change yeah. in that profound or in those different little moments that you are moving through life mm. yeah yeah craig what was yeah. yours yep. Yeah, I'd like to, like to go off the back of pretty much all of that. I think we're all funneling in the same same message once again. Yeah. Um, so the, the music uh, messages that, that that Kat gets, um, there's there there is literally information 
all around us all the time, like with synchronicities. I could rattle off so many things, animals, signs, feathers, mm. uh, just, just go on and on and on. But what people need to understand and realise is the faith perspective is really real. And it doesn't matter what you want to believe in. If you want to be an atheist, I, I, I'll get into this in a second. I come from an atheist perspective. Um, and I've come, evolved from that in, into like a faith perspective. Um, so you can use, use any kind of religion or, or faith, um, spirit, angels, um, dragons, unicorns, uh, mermaids, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, but that um, faith perspective is a, is a real thing. Uh, they are trying to communicate with us. And if we're all too busy in, in the fear-based uh, head head place where we're worrying about this, that and the other, and we're not trusting on our inner selves and the lessons we've learned in life, just to nail things as they come along. Um, we, we're confused. We're not not in that um, space where we can listen to our intuition, our mm. you know tutor. Um, so, like coming back to to the um, what I see from the atheist perspective, I, I saw two major shifts in in my life that took me from atheist to um spiritual based and um the first one was was really young and it, and it was through fear again um really young i was in primary school um i had um medical condition which meant i had migraines daily uh, thick glasses. Uh, it turns out my spine was out. Um, I had an overwhelming feeling of love and joy and peace um, until one day that was all snapped out. And like, even through that fear thing, it was like, um, like plastic wrap that's over, over your eyes. And so a couple of layers get peeled off. And I was like, oh, well, some of that feeling's gone, but you, you've got a little bit of mental perspective on how to operate within this life. Um, next one came when I was about 14 and I had a tutor and after school tutor. Uh, he, was a, he was a great old man, still the nicest person I've ever met. He was definitely an angel on this earth. Um, whether he was just a great person or something else, I don't know. But he was just a great person. And um, his, his actual life ended uh, in, a, in a heart attack, uh, helping his ex-wife move into the next, next man's house. Um, that's how beautifully he was. And it was only at that point in my life that you know, I thought life was starting to get good. Like I was starting to get past uh, learning issues. He was a person that, you know, 
I could feel I could trust. He was dependable. He was reliable. He was kind. He was patient. He was just everything, everything I needed. Um, and then it was just taken from me. As soon as I felt like a little bit of dependence on someone, bang, he's gone. <laughs> and, um, but in that experience, not only was another couple of layers of um, cling wrap taken off uh, your eyes, I felt a, a light. I felt an enlightening um, in that. And I actually hoped that he was up there looking, looking after me, looking over me. And I look back now and I see those, those two shifts and how it graduated to a faith perspective that there are not just, you know, potential um, people on this plane of existence that have passed over looking after you. Um, we come to this place with a soul team as well. We're, we're here to create and to overcome the uh, forgetting of the soul's journey from source, splitting, uh, splitting in two so that we land on this place with lessons to learn. Um, and we are guided, but we, we need to be able to be in a place of a, a presence, a presence, I would mm -hmm. say, heart and mind combined presence to be able to look inwards and see, you know, this is the matrix of everything that's being shown to me in this place on this specific day. We can only change things in the present. What is you, the universe showing me with this event that's happening before my eyes? Mm. Love that. <laughs> All of that, yes. Mm. There is, I feel, and, and this is something that keeps on coming in um, for me and Spirit wanting me to share it. So I was told um, a while ago that actually the third dimensional timeline has completely torn away now and that there is no longer the people that are in the third dimensional timeline is in that third dimensional timeline and only beings that are doing the work can go and and get those people help them to come up to that next level or that next frequency um, and a lot of my awakening moments, I think, was also your Nexus Point event that I experienced quite recently. And I wrote about this in my book where I was sitting in the lounge and all of a sudden my lounge was no longer my lounge. It looked different. It feel, felt different. Um, and I found myself standing in a ship looking out above the earth and seeing loads and loads of beings and ships surrounding the earth and streaming or hearing and feeling this frequency this profound really really powerful frequency that was being streamed into the earth and they told me straight away this was a nexus point event that happened which is emerging in, in a combining of timelines mm -hmm. collapsing of timelines and this was a very pivotal moment 
And when you experience something in the physicality like that, like, hang on a minute, your TV is no longer your TV. It's now, it's a screen on a ship all of a sudden. It's, it's you know, <laughs> you can't explain this to someone, but it's just, it's another one of those moments that changes your life. And you like, you know that there's some much greater things happening here for humanity Absolutely. than what we can even comprehend. So all is possible within the infinite universe, right? Mm -hmm. All is possible. And I feel like every single moment that we go through, if we can really be present to what that moment gifts us, really be present to find the growth, the beauty, the understanding of that moment, we can move forward as a civilization in such a greater way yeah. and in terms of the third dimensional timeline that that has you know torn away that's what they they use the words that they used were it's torn away we're in that fourth dimensional state now where we have the ability to be able to see shadow and light and the mm -hmm. playing out of the shadow and light and the, yes there are many people going through awakenings or ignitions or soul mm -hmm remembrances whatever you want to call it and it's so important for you to not lose your mind through all of this yeah. okay to not lose your marbles and mm. to really stay come back to what is true for you what feels right what feels good for you yeah. because there's a lot shifting um yeah. and sometimes our human well most of the time my human wants to understand what's going on it wants to make sense of it right but my soul was like, chill, sit back, relax, sister. You know, don't take life so seriously. Just yeah. let it be. It's all happening for the highest, greatest good. Yeah. And, you know, there's many other times I can share. And, and maybe this is a, another pivotal one that I need to share because they're showing me. It was when I met myself and my dragon self, which I first was a, a man with these really raging eyes of flame very very intense potent eyes and he showed me um these different beings from where we were in the universe these different beings down towards the earth and each carrying a torch it's like that we were literally passing the torch on to the next one and the next one down to the earth and that there's so many different beings so many different civilizations and um, people that's working behind the scenes yeah. for humanity, for our earth and for, and just one thing that's very important as well, what we do here on earth has a huge impact into the universe oh, yeah. because we're all yeah. one. Yeah. So what we mess up here, <laughs> if you, you mess can call up it mess up, yeah, yeah. it ripples it ripples out into the universe and it's like then it comes back again and we're having to go through rectifying you know i don't believe that there's a right and a wrong i don't believe that there's a good and a bad necessarily okay it is simply what's happening in the moment and it's your choice point and it's about coming back to that feeling what feels right for you right now what feels good how can you come back into your sovereignty how can you come back to your truth, your divinity? And 
Yeah, for people that's navigating this awakening or their awakenings and their experiences, know that there's nothing wrong with you, okay? Mm -hmm. It's all perfectly divine, beautiful. It's meant to happen. Just don't get yourself sucked down in a different matrix or a spiritual matrix or whatever you want to call it where you feel removed from yourself again. Mm -hmm. Always come back to what's my truth, yeah. Mm -hmm. Craig, did you want to add anything? Nope, that was so perfect. I would just um, point out to choose, like you were saying, choose within the moment. There is, there's causation and effect. Um, the seven hermetic principles can help people kind of navigate that aspect of conscious thought into a spiritual way of being. But you don't even need to go there. There's, there's just choice. Mm. And your, whatever choice you choose is the right choice. Yeah. So. In the moment, hey? In the moment. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. is there anything else that you want to add and say? Because we've got to wrap it up soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah is there yeah. anything that you want to leave the listeners with? Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel that um, one important key thing for... The expansion of consciousness that's happening on the planet people just like rapidly awakening that triggers that fear is to come back to the heart and listen to your intuition right listen to your inner guidance listen to your inner soul your body soul wisdom communicating to you what feels right and what doesn't feel right because i have received probably in 20 2020 that there was a lot of not so much good energies coming through the spiritual communities to keep them trapped in that victim cycle and so the key to getting out of that is one not fearing it identifying the fear bringing a hand to the heart and asking for your highest love and light to come through and your guidance and your team like craig was saying and reach out to those who light you up who you get the tingles with when you're connecting with who who make you remember the lightness and the joy of who you are and the love that stimulates within and that is your key to the steadfast commitment of your awakened journey and just trusting in that and um if i might just add that when i the very one of the very first drop-ins i got when i first um had that click was that I didn't particularly like humanity, and I, but I love planet Earth, and I love mm. the animals, and I didn't like what was happening. And the very first point out I got was, you cannot help Mother Earth or the animals if you cannot love humanity. Yes. And you cannot love humanity if you don't love yourself. Yeah. That's a mic drop. That's a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> That is, oh, there's so much, so much truth in that. And yes, it starts with you. Love yourself. Mm. Yes. Oh, I can honestly continue talking about the subject. And this, there is a part two to this. So I actually have some more speakers coming on. But as always, you know, there is, there's going to be many different topics and things in Spirit Talks that you guys can tap into and be part of another panel talk, which I would love to have you back. 
and to come and share your wisdom and your medicine because this is medicine for the soul right mm -hmm. <laughs> it's exactly. so beautiful so thank you so much so where can people thank find you. you if they want to go and check out your work can you share with us yeah for me oh. just on facebook um at the moment um my website's being upgraded so facebook instagram yeah just through there oh, and i'll share the links um as thank well you. on the videos yeah thank you i'm um crystal heart energy on facebook beautiful craig and you and me uh, just on facebook at the moment i've got um i've got a lot of platforms i've got a zoom um platform as well um magnetic transformations on facebook and I have a small group called Spiritually Connected Australia. Um, I'll be creating a new workshop group after um, the Worries of Light launch um, just for people to help, um, help my clients come through and experience a little bit of a one-on-one -on -one and masterclass mm. kind of area. Beautiful. Yes, I'm with Craig and the Warriors of Light book project. So I'm very excited to be part of you, um, dear soul brother, or be part of this project with you, dear soul brother. Um, I believe that souls gather in a specific place and a specific project, very, very powerful souls. And when we co-create and we bring all our magic bringing your Thank beautiful you hearts and have an amazing day. Thank you so much to all the listeners and the watchers until we speak again. See you soon. Thank <laughs> Bye -bye. you. Thank you, Natalie. Thank, Thank you, Nat. Bye. Bye. Bye.